Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the bounty changes announced for Destiny 2 Beyond Light. If you're listening on any of the podcast platforms like Spotify or iTunes, you can always catch me live at SNTRlive.com. I do live streams Monday through Friday. If you'd rather get the outbreaks, you know, and the videos and the uploads, you can go to SNTRnetwork.com. Be sure to bookmark SNTRnetwork.com. It has the Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and this show schedules and all of the various uh, uploads that we do, the little breakout videos. So, what did they say about bounty changes? We've been we've been kind of harping on this ever since uh, you know we kind of got about I would say a couple of months into Shadowkeep. It became sort of a point of contention and complaint, and then everything felt very uh, you know sort of bounty heavy throughout the year. And we were told by Luke Smith in a director's cut before Season of the Worthy that they would be taking aim at improving bounties and not making them such a central focus. So, they announced stuff that's kind of disappointing, but there is some stuff that apparently is coming in another season. So I do want to give some room for that. Before I kind of get into this video, this is going to be a little bit more of a negative video. I do want to leave room for the fact that maybe they didn't want to turn too many knobs at once since they are reinstalling the game, rebuilding the game, and redoing a lot of the ground, you know, the ground level structure. They maybe didn't want to turn too many knobs at once. So some things may be getting punted to other seasons. As long as in year four, we see a lot of those promises made made good on and improved like they said they're going to add adept weapons to strikes in a future season transmogs coming in a future season and something with respect to bounties is also coming in a future season i'm not going to sit here and act like i'm going to you know i'm going to defend everything they do you know to, to the end of time but i will say i'm leaving room for some of those quality of life things to happen at a later season, again, as long as they happen within year four. So, what was said? Here's what they said. They said, We have made some shifts to seasonal bounties and reduced their importance on earning seasonal currency and seasonal progress. So, essentially, they're lowering their importance and their payout. So, you're not going to... Number one, this is kind of good news and also not so great news. On one hand, it's good news that earning the seasonal currency, like whatever the currency is for the seasonal activity you're not going to be fully having to just bounty, 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 bounty to make any progress. If you think about the currency that we needed for the umbrals, that's a good example of a choked currency where you felt like you had to do bounties. Okay, so that's good news. On the other hand, it's not so great news because they're lowering what looks like just XP payout. It's going to it's gonna lower your seasonal progress, which might make bounties feel really less important, which ne- isn't necessarily what we were asking for. They also said, we're happy with these changes, but we still want to continue to improve the bounty system overall. And here's where you can have some hope. I know people are kind of like tired about like, you know, having to wait. We got to wait. We got to wait. We got to wait. I hope that the focus on Beyond Light, Europa, and the new supers and the new, and the new customization is enough for us to be like, okay, it's not a big deal that bounties didn't get a complete overhaul and neither did leveling. Those are things we wanted to see addressed in year four. If it does get addressed in year four, then I'm happy, even though I do find this to be disappointing. They said this here. One of the plans we previewed was to eventually replace weekly bounties with a new mechanism to provide players with a set of non-expiring and account-scoped objectives each week that will grant lots of season rank progress. We're still working on that system and we'll share more on it before targeted release of season 13. So they are saying... Uh, they are basically saying they're 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 setting their sights on season 13 to be when they make those changes. So these aren't really the changes that we asked for, which is pretty disappointing given that we gave them an entire year of feedback. Even with what they're doing in season 13, that's not really what we were asking for. It's it's kind of what we were asking for. So let's talk about what they can actually do. Because again, we've been harping on this for a year, and that's where my disappointment kind of lies. Is that. I don't think they were in the dark about some of the changes they could make, okay? So, real changes, I think, would look like this. First, the current bounties are too specific to warrant doing, especially after you're lowering their XP. You're lowering their XP payout, and you're making them less integral to the seasonal, you know, currency that's going to be needed. And so... With how specific they are and how loadout disruptive they are, I can't see people wanting to do them. You you didn't really do a full measure. You did a half measure and you did the wrong side of the half measure. You lowered their importance, which for some people is going to be like, well, I don't want to switch from a sidearm to a scout to a uh, um, you know an energy grenade launcher to to get these bounties. I don't want to do that. It, it's it's going to be too disruptive. And because of that, I think people are going to largely feel like bounties are even less worth their time. Second, they are too disruptive 
to fire team gameplay by not being shared and they actually had shared bounties in guardian games so we know they can do the you are your fire team again you can set it up to be proximity so you can't afk your bounties you got to be within proximity of the kills so what i would do with the first problem they're too specific so rather than telling me what primary to use just tell me to get various types of kills with my primary get 25 crit kills with your primary get 25 rapid kills with your primary get 25 kills you know without reloading now obviously not in one run right you get five or six without reloading reload and then you get five or six more and so forth but they would be bounties that would be specific to your primary secondary heavy your grenades your super as opposed to being like use a solar melee use a grenade use a this use a that make them more generic so they just sort of happen automatically as long as you're lightly paying attention to them especially if you're lowering their payout second as we're saying right here they should be shared if i'm in a fire team and a strike and some guy's going crazy and getting lots of kills as long as i'm in proximity those kills should be counting toward my bounties if he's getting rapid kills or grenade kills or super kills or whatever my bounties should be getting an assist credit there i mean maybe not give me the full credit give me an assist credit just so you don't feel like when you match making a strikes or play with your buddies you are literally fighting over the enemies third Having them offer something other than XP would also have been an option. They're really not interesting. You know, you got the currency for the season, but generally speaking, all we really grab them for is the bonus XP and obviously the bright dust. But having them drop loot, having them drop items, having them drop boons or or items that are needed for things that the various NPCs would have been a better option than just dialing in more XP. So hopefully between season 12 and season 13, they can really hear the community on this. I cannot be alone in thinking, especially the first two things here, they are way too specific to your loadout. If you're going to go run strikes or crucible, you have a loadout or, or weapons that you're enjoying using and being told to put those away is kind of silly especially in crucible because if you're not comfortable with the various weapons you're really not going to want to do them the various weapon types on the bounties and you know the second one people go to lost sectors for a reason they're by themselves and that is again a play flow disruption for a game that is supposed to be centered around playing with other people with everything set up to have matchmaking in virtually all facets of the game except for the end game lastly let's talk about quality of life changes one of the reasons that a lot of us are kind of, you know, harping on these subjects and getting, you know, kind of negative and getting critical is because, you know, the longtime players just feel frustrated and disappointed right now. There's very few quality of life changes being outlined. We got a lot of, you know, sort of promises from Luke Smith about year four, and we have zero information on the various promises. And when they finally are like, hey, we kind of told you we wanted to do stuff, you know, do some stuff with bounties. They do virtually nothing with the bounties. They, they've, they've barely done anything. This isn't even moving the needle. And second, what they have planned for next season isn't even that promising. It's just a restructuring of a weekly bounty. And that's not necessarily what we were having a problem with. We were having a problem with the fact that they were too integral, they were too play flow disrupting, and they are too loadout disrupting to warrant doing. So everybody just goes into lost sectors to avoid the fire team problems. And then everybody's just basically swapping out weapons in a lost sector to get very, very mechanical progress. So they're not solving those problems by lowering the payout and then coming up with something to replace weeklies. The real issues and the core problems with, with, with bounties are not being addressed in this season or the next, okay? So... That causes concern. What about refueling aspiration? What about reinvigorating core activities? We're essentially one twab away from beyond light, and the one thing they finally outline as far as a quality of life improvement for veteran players or longtime players or people that were playing in year three that found this to be, you know, a bit of a frustration point, you are not really meeting that frustration point in an accurate way. That doesn't bode well for the other things promised and the other things outlined. This is basically, you know, we have we have a twab that. This week, I think a director's cut to kind of forecast year four and things that they've set their sights on would go a really, really long way right now for veteran players. We're not getting that, as I called it on the Rageous Roundtable, we're not getting the the family discussions. We're not getting the housekeeping right now. It's mostly marketing. And this 
right here is a glimpse into some of the changes they've made for year four and it sounds like very very little impact that it will actually have on the day-to-day and week-to-week player experience so we're going to transition to a live q a with the live audience if you're listening to this elsewhere you can go to sntrlive.com to catch me live or bookmark sntrnetwork.com for all my content and schedules in one location as always if you're listening and watching in any of the other places please like share and subscribe Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the Q&A session that followed my talk about the bounty changes for Destiny 2 Beyond Light. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, or any podcast platforms, you can always catch me live Monday through Friday at SNTRlive.com. I'm probably live right now. Come in and hang out. Uh, If you'd rather have all my content in one location as low as schedules and the breakout sessions, go to SNTRnetwork.com. SNTRnetwork.com is a great place for all the Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and these episodes as well. First question from Han Solo. Do you think bounties need to be changed themselves as in making it more difficult to get more rewards? I can complete a weekly within an hour. Well, with what they said about replacing weeklies with something that would be a little bit more, I think, longer, as well as not expiring to offer you a significant amount of progress on the season, I think they are looking at essentially doing exactly what you're describing here. Where... And, and we talked about this before where you could do something like this with like a seasonal NPC rank where I said, look, look, turn the NPC into an obelisk. If you remember the obelisks in Season of Dawn, you know, hey, you level up the obelisk and you get perks and benefits. I said something that would dovetail really well with that is like an objective. So a daily, weekly and seasonal objective that doesn't really expire, it's just kind of chilling there and you can do it and get progress on their rank. It sounds like they're trying to implement a system like that, but it's going to be tied more to the season itself. Uh, and they're looking to replace weeklies. The thing is, is that to me, I, I don't see that as being the main issue. Like them setting their sights on weeklies and being like, Hey, we're going to get rid of weeklies and do something that's more non-expiring, more, you know, more significant progress on your season rank and all of that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And thank you for doing that. But that's not really what we've been asking for with regard to the bounty system the bounty system has been criticized in a handful of ways at one level it's too disruptive to your loadout and it's too narrow they should be more generic like get a certain type of kill with your primary your secondary or your heavy or your super or your grenade okay and then secondly they're they're majorly disruptive to fire team gameplay because you're essentially competing with each other for the kills so at those two levels they're making zero changes like you can add these cool things to replace weeklies but that's not going to actually satisfy what i feel are the core complaints and the core problems with bounties so it's great that they want to improve them what they're doing in season 12 which is right around the corner beyond light and what they have planned for season 13 feels very uh, tone deaf it feels like a mark miss all they're doing for season 12 is lowering the currency and the payout which I guess that's nice for the seasonal currency right it's not going to be so integral like it was with the umbrals I mean the, the currency got really choked and there were only so many bounties so lowering the imp- importance of earning seasonal currency from bounties is great but lowering the seasonal progress is not like why am i going to do them then if you're lowering their impact and their importance on my my seasonal uh, rank with the artifact the extra xp the the bonus level or my rank on the actual season pass so it, it's it just doesn't make any sense to me now if they would have done this and then said we've also now increased xp payout for activities in a proportionate way to their challenge so strikes get a bump Nightfalls get a bigger bump, Grandmasters get a bigger bump, and then Raids and Dungeons get a bigger bump. So the higher up you go on the echelon, the more XP you get. Then I would have been like, okay, that's not that big of a deal. Yes, you're lowering it here, but you're putting it elsewhere. They're just lowering it, and then that's kind of the end of the conversation, which again, I just don't think lands on what we were fundamentally complaining about uh, in in year three. Strider says... Uh, I never really did the wanted bounties in Forsaken, the other game, but other games utilize this system. Would a higher difficulty and better rewards be an idea for making bounties better? I touched on this at the end where I said, there's a third thing to consider. You know, there's ways to improve them with respect to more generic, a more generic request of the player and then make them shared. And then the third thing I said was, 
you could also say hey you know do we do we really need to make it pure xp based or currency based maybe have gear dropping items dropping um you know things that that matter in another realm or something i don't know instead of it being pure xp you know glimmer bright dust and xp that those those things aren't the only thing that you could give from bounties now i didn't spend too much time on this because i don't really have a whole lot of ideas because we don't really like gun bounties and gear bounties as much as we initially thought i kind of talked about that earlier about how i was a huge proponent of taking ada's weapon frames and putting them everywhere and once we kind of got that i decided that i wasn't a huge fan of it and you know that we we wanted to see that that change and so i'm not actually sure i don't have a ton of ideas about what they could potentially do with the uh with what the bounty gives you um but i also think that there's just room for them to iterate on it and think through that they're dropping the importance for the seasonal currency and the seasonal progress you could supplant bounties with something else because again if not they're going to feel like they're not worth the trouble are you really going to want to switch to a sidearm or a scout or a subclass you don't like and get kills and then you're like well i did all that for less than i used to get uh, whenever I worked at uh, AT&T and they started wanting us to sell the home services, home phone, home television, home internet, in addition to selling cell phones, they didn't pay me any more money. And they actually, I was actually making less commission on the other things I was selling. They were lowering commissions. So I was being asked to do more while getting less. And obviously lots of people quit, myself included, you know, after being five years vested with the company and was like, I'm not doing this. <clears throat> this might feel kind of similar. This might feel kind of similar. It's like, okay, do what you were doing in the past and get less for it. What? Why would I want to do that? That was one of the primary complaints about bounties is that they they were so integral to our to our leveling experience. You're not adding anything else to that vacancy that you're creating. You're not. Like... This is why it feels tone deaf. Like, I don't want to beat them up, but it's like, okay, look, you guys had an entire year to, to get our feedback, to get our feedback from, from bounties, and your decision is incredibly tone deaf. So, no cold heart, huh? No, I quit. I went and worked at uh, Charter after that. Um, I, t- I took the money and ran, dude. I got five-year vested, got my pension, and I got out of there. Um... So, you know, I'm happy that they're looking at it, that, that like, hey, they're actually looking at bounties, but like, man, oh man, how do you, how do you, how do you get a tone, such a tone deaf solution after an entire year of complaints about bounties? They're not shared. Oh, it's so annoying. They're too specific. I got to change my loadout all the time. Oh my gosh. And the best way to do it is to go into a lost sector to level up my season pass. And Bungie's like, all right crack squad took a took a shot at this to make this better and we've lowered how much you get from bounties what like that's what you came up with you what 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 b squad did you put on this assignment it's not a solution it's the opposite of a solution i i don't know and and i know they said hey we're doing something in season 13 but that's not a solution either what they outlined for season 13 is also not a solution who did you put in charge of bounties? There is no way if you gathered the feedback on Reddit forums, Twitter, and all these other places, there's no way you took that feedback, handed it to the bounty team, and they like, this is what they came up with. It's like, did anybody actually give them the feedback? Who was in charge of this? Nothing, nothing in what they outlined about bounties lands on anything we've said for the last, you know, 10 months. Darksider. Um, I've always worked for hang on I want to read this I've always worked for AT&T I've always gotten paid for home services this must have been back when Singular turned to AT&T full, full AT&T stores yeah I was a cell phone rep I was a cell phone rep in a retail store and then they added us they added to our, our monthly metrics um, home services that we had to sell and we actually it was the funniest thing my my uh, my manager he said he had never experienced this in all the years that he had worked for the company he had been there about seven years at the time and 
he interviews a he interviews a a, a really great sales rep. She had got she had come from somewhere else. Uh, she moved to the city and she had a lot of sales background, and she seemed she seemed very very great fit for the job. A lot of sales background. Had worked for a company very similar, and so after the interview. He takes her around the corner and he shows her the dry erase board of all the metrics we had to hit. And the dry erase board was absurd because they had added like seven new metrics we had to hit. So there was the mobile metrics and the home phone. And I mean, it was just huge. So it's like, it's like here's your name. Imagine like a dry erase board in like a, in like a classroom. It's just super long all the way down. Offered her the job and she said... I was really all about it. I thought it was going to be a great fit, but the minute I looked at the metric requirements on that dry erase board, I, I, I don't I don't think I want this job. She turned down the job offer because of that dry erase board. He said it blew his mind. He's like, they're they're making this such a hard job to 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 want. It's it, it asks too much uh, of the employee. And so they've actually restructured. I guess now they coach toward behavior and not metrics or whatever, because they were literally losing employees. And then he couldn't even hire somebody. Somebody saw the dry race board. And they were like, I'm good. This is insane. <laughs> I remember when I went to charter, I had to hit like three metrics. I was like, this is the easiest thing ever. I came from a, I came up from a 15 metric and it didn't matter. You could have 14 out of 15 metrics. They would highlight you in red on a spreadsheet and get on your case about it. It's like I'm hitting 14 out of the 15 metrics. Are you freaking kidding me? You could get written up so easily. It was awful. It was awful. And he said it was the first time in seven years he ever had somebody turn down the job because they felt like it was it was it was gonna ask too much of them. She was just like, I'm out of here. And and another thing that started to happen, this is a total sidebar in the QA. Another thing that started to happen, there was a 90-day period where you weren't required to hit the metrics. They kind of like let you get your feet wet and they paid you like almost like a stipend. So you weren't commissioned for like the first 60 days or something. And there was this crazy, crazy pattern of people that would come and they would work for 60 to 90 days and then quit because as soon as they were required to actually hit the numbers, they were gone. During their time, during that ramp up period, that's right, it was called ramp up. During the ramp up period, they would just be looking for another job. So they had this massive, massive churn problem. People would come in and they would enjoy their 60 day ramp up period where they couldn't get written up and they weren't really making commission. And then they would leave. They would quit. As soon as they had to start actually hitting the metrics and they were in danger of, of getting like written up, they would quit. It was insane. Like they could not keep people. It was nuts. <laughs> I said when I left, I was like, this isn't sustainable. There's no way that you can keep doing this. You're not going to be able to keep employees. And they didn't. I think it was like two or three years later, they changed the whole structure of it because they were they couldn't keep anybody hired. Nobody wanted to work there. Everybody was disgruntled and annoyed. We now have a three-month ramp-up period as well. If you do good, you can make good money. The benefits are too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I know people that still work there now, and it's a lot better, they said. They said it's actually a lot better. So, three-month ramp-up period, I think, was the time. Yeah, we were union at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, people, sure people do that. Best time to look for a new job is when you have a job. That's right, baby. There's no pressure. <laughs> You're not desperate. <laughs> uh, okay. Darksider. With the changed outline in the TWAB, it sounds like Bungie is returning to the original system of D2 with challenges global, shared objectives in each activity without the need to pick them up. Would a return to challenges be helpful if they add repeatable challenges? I think this would obviously be helpful because then it's actually attached to the activity. I would just want it to do something other than like give you currency and XP. This is where I think you could have people doing challenges in a strike or crucible, and when you complete it, it increases. Maybe it's a daily thing. And for the rest of the day, your drop rates are better in that activity. And then the next day, you know, it resets and you gotta do it again. You gotta you gotta hit those You gotta hit those challenges, get them done, and then uh and then, it, and then it gives you that buff to the drop rate or something. There could be a weekly one that you do that takes a little bit longer that does something else. 
I would say if you're going to do that, if you're going to weave the bounties into the activity as a challenge, give me more than XP and Glimmer and, and like Bright Dust or something. Have it last the week. You could have something daily. Like if you do the daily objective, you get an extra crucible drop when you complete it. So every day you can get an extra drop. Maybe it's a targeted drop. Maybe it's a daily targeted item. So you know, oh, the daily challenge item for crucible is dire promise. The daily challenge item for strikes is, you know, the Uriel's gift or something. I'm just throwing out names as examples, but that'd be the idea, right? You would look at the, 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 the director and you would know every day there are daily challenges for a drop and there's a weekly challenge you can do that increases just the general drop rate of the loot pool of the given activity. Um, so XP and Glimmer and all that's nice, but I do think like if you start having it be an actual drop, an actual piece of loot, you're going to get, I would think you're just going to get more attention and more interaction. XP and Glimmer is just so boring. Um, I don't know. It just feels really, really boring clap for you am i understanding bounties correctly the same bounties less xp and they don't expire well no you're, you're misunderstanding this a little bit it's the same bounties less xp also uh their importance for earning seasonal currency has been lowered as well so it sounds like you're not going to feel that need to like well the only way for me to get currency is to grind these bounties maybe there'll be other ways to get that currency um now we could look at this in the most positive light we could say if they're reducing the importance of earning seasonal currency and seasonal progress we could read that and say seasonal currency and seasonal progress can be earned in other ways i'm not going to read that into it they should have said that if they want me to think that then say it like they could be saying listen their importance for seasonal currency is going down there'll be other ways for you to earn seasonal currency we're not going to bottleneck everything into bounties It's going to be, read it this way too. We're reducing their importance on earning seasonal progress. There'll be other ways for you to earn seasonal progress. Now, the reason I don't think I can read that much into it is because they make it sound like a a better, an increased way of earning seasonal progress. They're planning something to come in season 13 that will supplant and replace weeklies. Again, that doesn't sound like a solution to a lot of the problems we've enumerated about bounties. You're just shuffling, you're just shuffling things around. You see, you're just shuffling things around. You're not actually changing anything. At least it doesn't feel like you're changing anything. You're you're literally just shuffling things around. Oh, there's more XP over here now. Oh, oh, okay. Our dailies and repeatables are basically going to become like super unappealing. Like I don't want to do them because I get less stuff from them. Make them generic, make them shared, and then be done with it. And then have, have XP in other places. Have you know? Have them in have them in other places. Microsoft leaked Season of the Hunt armor. Oh, they did by accident. Like where? Horn Joe, why didn't Bungie just do one big bounty change in Season Thirteen? It's just strange to make bounties even more of a grind this season if you want season levels. Again, that this is exactly the right question to be asking. Like, what what in the heck did they have in their mind with this change? Like, what problem is this solving? Seriously, what problem is this solving? Hey, you don't have a lot of places to go for great XP for your seasonal progress. You felt like the best way was to do bounties. Well, we've lowered bounties XP. Oh, okay. Have you? Are you doing anything else? What are 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 you are you putting XP increases into other activities? Now we may hear that this week. They may put that in the patch notes. Like there may be a patch note line item somewhere that says. Due to the lowered XP from the weekly and daily bounty, you know, source, we have increased XP in these various activities by these percentage points. Maybe they didn't want to muddle up the twab with that. Maybe that's in another patch note or another post or something. That again is just, that's tone deaf. We've been asking for changes for bounties for the entire year three. You finally talked to us about bounties and it doesn't even make any sense. Who's, Who's writing this? Who came up with this? This, you might as well not even have brought it up. You might as well have said nothing at this point. <laughs> you know? I feel like every TWAB that comes out and details changes to the game system lowers my confidence in the game design teams. It feels like they don't understand psychology or even their own game. Yeah, again, or, you know, just like basic feedback. 
they've summarized our feedback and they just give us like a literal solution oh man you feel like you only want to run bounties because they give too much XP okay hey lower the XP on the bounties no wait no we didn't say that it's like skeleton keys yeah skeleton keys had too many layers of RNG it's kind of annoying oh you don't like skeleton keys hey get rid of skeleton keys no 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 no. wait that's not what we said <laughs> you know it's, it's like yeah I really don't like the color on this wall in my living room oh you don't like that wall hey Larry blow the wall out Boom, and they blow the wall up with you know with a with with a with a minor explosive. You're like, that's not what I said. I said I don't like the color of the wall. Why did you blow the wall up? <laughs> we don't like how bounties are the best way to grind XP. Okay, get lower the XP. That's not what we said. <laughs> that's not what we said. <laughs> So, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. So, I, I mean, obviously, I'm going to check the TWAB this Thursday for a line item like that. But if they do literally no XP adjustments to the rest of the game, like, what the frick are you doing? It doesn't, it doesn't add up. This happened in Blizzard and WoW. The devs have no clue what the player wants. Right. It, it, it causes me to be concerned a little bit. It's like we've been har- I'll give you another example that we've been harping on in year three. In year three, I've been I've been I've been harping on this. The idea that getting loot in the tower is not as ideal as getting loot rhythmically in the actual content. Okay? We've provided that feedback. Now, if Bungie comes in and literally addresses that problem, oh you guys don't like getting loot in the tower, umbrals and, and, and gear bounties, okay, get rid of them. Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. That's, that's not what we asked for. That's not what we asked for. Stop, 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 stop. Like, we just want the, 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 the targeted farm to be in the content and not in the tower. That's what we want. <laughs> so it's like, I, you know what I'm saying? I, that's, that, it's a cause for concern. It's like, who is disseminating our feedback? And if, if this is the result, doesn't lowering the XP of bounties and adding or adjusting anything, meaning we have to grind more? That's exactly right. Or they could, like I said, they could put more XP in strikes, crucible matches, uh, dungeon nightfall trials. So if you're grinding a nightfall, you're feeling the, oh, I'm getting more XP here. I'm, I'm able to make up the difference. I focus on something a little bit different, though. Division had the targeted farm, and it was a great quality of life change. Yeah, I... It's just one of those things, man. It, it's it. I am I am concerned. The mystery is fine, but the little bits and glimpses that I'm getting to see, I'm like, I really don't think you guys have done anything for the quality of life improvements that we were asking for. So, hopefully, adept weapons are awesome. Hopefully, raid weapons are awesome because the entire reason for sunsetting was so you could create upper echelon gear that actually mattered. And you know, I don't know. It's concerning. Brendan, is it possible Bungie is waiting until they make the bounties accessible from orbit before they make big changes to bounties? If they do it now, it would drastically reduce the amount we have now. Well, listen, as I said, they they, they have a line. They have a line that says that they're continuing to want to improve bounties. So what they have planned for season 13 might not be the only thing that they have planned. Might not be the only thing that they have planned. They could have more planned for year four. This is why I think it'd be really, really good to get a couple of weeks into Beyond Light and for Luke Smith to write another director's cut and say, here is what we have planned for year four. Here is how we're going to reinvigorate core activities. Here is how we're refueling Aspiration, both with the current raid and future plans to add adept weapons to strikes. Like you, I feel that that conversation is needed at this point because the core player experience for the for the veteran player is in question right now it is i think new players are going to come in and think it's great i think the cosmodrome you know restructure for the tutorial and the early game accessibility is going to be really really good uh and you combine that with game pass i think the game is in a great place to grow however you start putting you start putting more players into the game and they get to the back end, they get to the end game, and if it's still suffering from all the problems that we've already enumerated, you're going to have the Anthem problem. A really pretty car with 
with with no gas in the tank it can only go a couple miles and then it runs out of gas and people are bored or frustrated like if we're frustrated by core gameplay quality of life improvements that are needed you know new players that get to our level of interest loyalty and thresholds of engagement are going to feel those same pain points as i said in my leveling video I think leveling and infusion is still going to be a cause of frustration and confusion for new players and they're going to get to the points that we get where they realize that it's kind of backwards, kind of dumb, kind of contradictory and they're going to say, I don't understand. I don't like this. I was waiting for the pretty car, no engine. I went with the gas in the analogy because to me, you know, the car runs for a little while but then it just runs out of gas. Like there was no end game uh, to Anthem. So it gets it gets it gets you from from point A to point B, but you after point B you're like okay now what you just you you you, you got to get out of the car and that's the end of it. That's what happened with Anthem. So I don't think Luke Smith needs to go. I think people jump to that conclusion way too often. I, I Luke Smith has done a lot of good things for the franchise. I mean, Forsaken. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Taken King. He was he was in charge of that. Taken King was so well received. They they put him they they put him in charge of Destiny Two to get it back on track. Destiny Two was going to be in the shambles. I mean, I think he got Destiny Two to a launchable state, and then and then everybody blames him for Destiny Two. They don't understand that he wasn't in charge of Destiny Two until after the success of the Taken King. So everybody gets the timeline backwards. They just think, well, Destiny Two sucked. It was his fault. No, Destiny Two was on a collision course for complete and utter ruin, and he got it like. He got it stable, essentially, and launchable, and then they fixed it a year later with Forsaken. So, yeah, I, I don't think calling for him being removed is based on in, in any form of an intelligent position. It's just, with, res- with respect to the people saying it, your position's stupid and based on nothing. You know nothing about the inner workings of the company. You don't know who's really to blame for any of these situations. And it's just a stupid juvenile attitude to act like, well, if we fire one person, it'll fix all the problems. Like, it couldn't be more narrow, dumb, and reductionist. Truly, it couldn't be more dumb to be like, oh, we should fire Luke Smith. That'll solve the problems. I'm, I want you to hear me saying that your position's dumb because you should hear it. It is dumb. It wouldn't solve anything. It's just unkind. It's just unkind to be like, he should be fired. Like, it's just a stupid position to hold. It is. It is. And if you feel insulted, good. You should because you're calling for the firing of a person and you have zero idea how much is to even to be blamed on him. Click fire. Do you think bounties should only be for pursuing gear from the vendor and nothing else? Think Black Armory bounties or Lectern from Shadowkeep, but make it a world drop. This is entirely what we what we said in the we need more world drops. Um, we you know, it, we need more world drops. So in that video, I essentially outlined you got to reverse engineer how we're getting loot. The spirit and the essence of giving us targeted farms that's great it's the, it's the mechanism that just needs to be reverse engineered you know it, it's the mechanism that needs to be reverse engineered umbrals there's actually nothing wrong with umbrals you have to reverse engineer umbrals hey I really want a gnawing hunger okay cool come spend your currency and for the next four hours when umbrals drop they have a high likelihood of being either uh, the scout rifle or the gnawing hunger so when you see an umbral on the ground you're excited you go pick it up and you check it instead of taking eight of them to the tower getting six of the gnawing hungers at once and and just wood chipper just throwing them into the wood chipper because you know half of them are garbage that's a terrible loot grind you've got to reverse engineer it you've they've got it right they have the recipe right. They're just preparing it in the wrong order. They're pre- you can get, you can have the perfect recipe for, you know, uh, some cookies. But if you do it in the wrong order, they're not going to taste right. There's, there's all kind of, there's all kind of ways to look at this. In my mind, they have the recipe. They're just baking it in the wrong order. It's like you're right there. You're so dadgum close. Nightmare hunts were so dadgum close. Like, they're right there. Like, the game has evolved, I think, into a really great place. Like, you're on the precipice of actually getting Loot Pursuit and Destiny exactly right. It's like, it's right there. Skeleton keys, too much RNG. Right now, too much control and too much quantity. The, 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 the intentionality and the, and, the, and the quantity is overboard. You need to tone it down a little bit and make it drop from the world. When I 
and a I run two contact public events I run two menageries and I run one interference and then I have like 10 umbrals I should be ending that play session saying I got 10 drops but I got them rhythmically instead of taking them all back to the tower that way the entire time I'm playing that dopamine hit is kidding and I'm like yeah contact public events not bad I'm getting these drops and I'm checking them I'm getting loot that I want while I'm playing instead of getting loot while I'm sitting in the tower in a menu so you know for for someone to argue that Luke Smith should be removed and then to also say D2 vanilla was great I what I I have no idea where you're coming from <laughs> like I really don't I really don't I don't know very many people that think D2 vanilla was great um yikes uh I, I that's hard that's hard to agree with in any in any semblance of of both community reception of industry you know criticism uh of player base engagement um d2 vanilla almost killed the franchise i i, I don't know hmm <laughs> Roger, what if they make it so bounties are account wide and you have them net triple the rewards? This is too specific. I think it's hard to know what this would even do. Um, I zoom out. I don't like getting this specific. I zoom out and say, make them more generic so I'm not constantly changing my loadout. Make them shared with my fire team and then have XP distribution in other places. Um, that's that's how I would do it. Uh, that's how I would do it. I I, I, I the, the, when you get down into the specifics, I don't really like getting down to the specifics because there's so many unforeseen things that could come from this kind of a solution. Uh, Lumberstone, with the lack of communication on team completable bounties, isn't it time for Bungie to let us know their philosophy? It's confusing, isn't it? Because they. They had shared bounties in Guardian Games, and Guardian Games was ob- like was probably the biggest blemish of free- like in the in the in the grand scheme and picture of the free events that they do. The the it's like that was the worst one, and yet it had bounties that actually were good because they were shared. Now there were some bad bounties in there that were too specific, but they were most of them were at least not bad because they were shared. So they had some really bad bounties because they were too specific but at least at least they showed us they could do shared bounties like they proved it in guardian games so i don't understand they're they're kind of all over the place with respect to their philosophy uh on bounties it's really it really is it's all over the place um this again i think would be a good time to do you know a director's cut where they could kind of say Here's how we want bounties to land in the game, and this is why we're making these changes. You know, why are you telling me to get sidearm kills in strikes, and then I go and try and get sidearm kills in strikes, or grenade kills, or whatever, and I'm constantly competing with my team? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're you're making my progress go slower if my team is good at what they do. And that just isn't a very good, that's just not a very good system. That looks phenomenal. My wife made like a pizza. What is that? Some kind of a pizza roll-up thing with sauce to dip it in. Man, we gotta end Q and A pretty fast here. Thanks, Mama. <laughs> Yo, Lono, what's a fundamental? Yeah, that came from my uh, collector's edition. That and this little light-up shit here, and some stickers, and a and a flask thing. So yeah, it's pretty nice. You, do you want the lunch pail? Oh, is it a lunch pail? <laughs> it's kind of like a lunch pail. At least that's what I think it is. I don't know. My wife is checking out the collector's edition stuff. The people listening to the recording are like, "What is going on?" Um, and that's for that's for that's for this thing. That's for this thing. The little light up thing. Rain the dark with activity XP. Wait, did I answer the previous question? Oh, Mike on the mic. Yo, Lona, what's a fundamental change to bounties that Bungie can make to make them both enticing and yet not entirely necessary? I have no idea, by the way. Um, I would say that 
I actually don't. This is where I don't have the best answer because I think XP and Glimmer and and bound and and like Bright Dust, um, isn't isn't very good. But I don't necessarily know what else which you would really put on them. You know, they could contribute to something larger like an NPC rank or something. Remember the Obelisk grind? It could be tied to something like that. So they feel like they are tied to a microcosmic grind that's tied to a bigger grind. You know, a macro grind a, a macro grind being influenced by a micro grind could be good too um, one of the big reasons I stopped playing was because I got burnt out due to constant bounties I think they should stop they should drop bounties altogether see but that's one of the things I never agree with Stephanie that is don't jettison the system make the system better because you're going to jettison the system and people are going to be like there are plenty of players that would say the opposite they'd be like are you kidding me I liked bounties it gave me something to do it gave me that micro grind it gave me that sense of accomplishment bam 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 hitting those check marks they liked it you can't just jettison the system there are a lot of people that enjoy bounties and to me, it's more about the execution than the actual bounties themselves. It was like what we said a little bit ago. The execution of skeleton keys. The RNG layers were the problem. Giving me a way to target farm a drop was not the problem. So when they get rid of skeleton keys, it's like, wait a minute. No, skeleton keys weren't the problem. The layers of RNG were the problem. Like, actually diagnose what's running poorly in the engine and tweak that instead of just throwing the thing out. That, that That's always, always been my attitude is that it's not about that bounties are terrible or Grandmaster Nightfalls are terrible. It's that the execution needs to be refined so that it's 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 received better than it is right now. So the bounty system in Grandmaster Nightfalls can be better. Just refine them. Um, and I actually think there are three things that they're they're I actually think they're really close to getting. Number one, I think loot pursuit is so close to being right where we've always asked it to be. It just needs to be refined. The bounty system. The bounty system's actually better than the bounty system in D1 because you've got repeatables. You've got plenty of them. They're everywhere to do. They you know, they're just it's an extra thing you can do. And in D1 there was a lot less of them. They just need to refine it. It actually is better than it was. It just needs to be refined. Targeted farming right now is better than it was in Destiny 1. It just needs to be refined. Farming items in D1 was horrible. Ias Luna is sitting here laughing at people who are like, I can't get the drop that I want. Like, the loot pursuit is so much better. It just needs to be refined. You're always going to get, I think you're always going to get a better net benefit from refining an existing system instead of starting over. You know, instead of starting all the way over. Because there's already a groundwork laid that could be improved upon and fixed instead of like, oh, well, we got to come up with a whole new system of complementary micro grinds because we got rid of all of the bounties. Uh, Next question from Rain. With activity XP being adjusted, there are actually some people upset with not being able to grind lost sectors like crazy. Why do you think the people think that was perfectly fine when XP wasn't balanced in Beyond Light? Well, here's the thing. I call this the Wilson effect. When there's really nothing to do, people will latch on to something that actually isn't that great, and it kind of becomes their Wilson. So in the movie with Tom Hanks' Castaway, he becomes incredibly attached to a volleyball. Ordinarily, walking through a Target or a Dick's Sporting Goods, you're not going to have this strong emotional connection to a volleyball. Why? Well, you've got people around you can talk to, and there's hundreds of them. So, in his particular situation, though, he's in a barren sort of wasteland, no one to talk to, and the volleyball becomes a point of, you know, affection and affinity for him. And so I think sometimes the same thing happens in Destiny, you become accustomed to this ritualistic grind of going into a lost sector with bounties. Truth be told, it's just a freaking volleyball. It's it's junk. It's not good content. You're literally going into a tiny space, running back and forth and killing enemies. Like that's not a content loop in any in any sense of the term is that an actual healthy content loop okay number one you're you are it's a cannibalistic way to consume a, a game with lots of different things to do you have this broad spectrum of content broad spectrum of difficulty and you're doing you're literally living in a 20 foot circle but 
you develop an affinity for it because you're like, well, this is what I this is what I do. This is kind of my thing, and it becomes your Wilson. And when Wilson floats away in the movie, Tom Hanks gets really upset. And I'm not trying to be condescending here. When they change systems in the game that you grew fond of, even if those systems are arguably kind of dumb, it makes sense for people to be upset. You're not wrong for being upset, but at the same time, it's like, is that really good game design? So you think they should launch new content, seasons, seasonal activities, new loot pools, and you're spending this disproportionate amount of time in a lost sector running back and forth? Like... I'm never going to tell somebody their affinity or their desire is wrong. Like, because you like that, that's actually wrong to like. No, you're welcome to like it. But you're also, I think, need to be open to the idea that that's that's not... (laughs) Was the loot cave good? Should they not have patched the loot cave? People standing in one spot, shooting an endless flow of enemies, as opposed to grinding other areas of the game for loot? Because the loot cave was, in essence, the same idea you getting a ton of progress and a ton of loot for virtually zero effort it was just it's just, just bad game design that needs to be addressed so i uh i under i understand people being upset but you have to kind of calm down and see that that's a loot that's kind of a ludicrous way to play the game um i i you know I don't want to insult people doing it. I've done it. I've, I've run in circles in the Lost Sector. It's really freaking effective. I did it when I was trying to get a love and death from the lectern. It was the most effective way to complete a lot of the requirements. But I can also honestly look at that and say, is that that's not an ideal way for me to play the game, is it? I don't think so. An ideal way for me to play the game is me running in a content loop, shooting baddies, killing a boss, getting a drop, checking the drop, doing it again. Like, that's a loop of content with a beginning, middle, end drop. Beginning, middle, end drop. A lost sector is shoot, reset, shoot, reset, shoot, reset. There's no beginning, there's no middle, there's no end. It's this static, just rote, rehearsed thing. And to a certain extent, that's what the game becomes, right? It is rote, it is rehearsed, you know what's coming, you know when the enemies are coming out, sure. However... There, that just isn't essentially how the game is designed from the bottom to the top. That's just us trying to take find the path of least resistance. Well, sure. And as the, the, the guy that wrote the big long Reddit post who was one of the people behind the, the Loot 2.0 system in Diablo 3, he said you have to protect players from themselves. If they find a 10-foot circle they can run in to get loot, that's the most effective way to do it, they're going to do it. And that's bad for them. It's bad for their experience. It's like my children for Halloween got a huge bag of candy. And if I don't, if I don't protect them from themselves, they're going to eat too much and get a bellyache, right? They're just going to consume way too much. And then they're going to feel sick. And the same thing happens in gaming. That's not an insult, by the way. I'm not like, oh, you're like little children with candy. It's generally true. You're just going to run in this 10-foot circle, and then you're going to get a stomachache, and the game's not going to be appealing to you. You're going to lose your... Fl- like, ah, this, is not, this is so bland, and I don't like playing anymore. I'm so burned out. Well, yeah, you ran in a 10-foot circle for six hours a day. Of course you're bored or burned out or sick of the game. You're not playing a game. You're, you're running in a circle. So... So I'll never tell you how to play, but I definitely think developers need to ensure that what you would consider to be, you know, cannibalistic or degenerate ways of playing the game, and I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, that's damaging to the player experience long term. The real Kelia, since people apparently don't like bounties the way they are, what could you even change them to make uh, have enough for to make them to as stuff have enough for all the vendors some of you guys need to read before you submit I don't understand what you're saying Uh, what could you even change to them as stuff okay this has been I think addressed a couple of times already what I would do is say tie it to a vendor progression rank or something like uh, an obelisk um so it's a micro grind attached to a macro grind. Does that make sense? So think of it this way. Um, a really good example of a micro grind being attached to a macro grind is uh, when it's a flashpoint. Or the when you're trying to get the clan thing with, with Hawthorne. And you're doing little activities. Public event, 
I don't know if patrols count. Let's just say they do, because I think that they should. Patrols are really short, lost sectors are really short, and pub events are really short. They're very micro. They're micro grind. Now, the danger of a micro grind is giving a disproportionate reward for something that takes a small amount of time. So typically what you do is you attach a micro grind to a macro grind. There's a bigger goal of the Flashpoint or the Hawthorne clan thing where the percentage is slowly filling. So your little teeny things are adding to a bigger thing that ends in a reward. And so what you could do with bounties is they're the micro grind, they're the patrol, they're the lost sector. They're done fairly quickly and they're attached to an over overarching goal attached to the NPC there's a rank there's a weekly bit there's a weekly little bucket you want to fill that results in some kind of a reward or some kind of a benefit to the player you can't like finish a bounty that's like get 25 critical kills and like here you go here's a gun and it's a god rule like the rhythm the rhythm of the activity or the action needs to be proportionately tied to the reward and when something is more quickly done you can do one of two things you can give a totally frivolous reward that no one cares about that ultimately adds to a grand summer total bright dust xp glimmer and i think that very quickly becomes disconnected from the player like they don't really care they're merely doing it out of a pure me- you know mechanism of leveling as opposed to being tied to something more tangible like well this week when i finish this this batch of bounties my rank with zavala is going to hit 25 and that unlocks these various things maybe there's new items or or loot boons like i've talked about or just perks so when i'm running strikes maybe i get an increased drop rate maybe my bounties finish faster or whatever so the micro grind of the bounties is attached to the macro grind of the NPC and it feels worth your time so then every little bounty you know is is culminating into a longer a longer progression thing that you're working on so you care about it right now it's like it is something that you care about but at the same time it's like it's so mechanical and monotonous it's generally like well yeah my, my level kind of went up today that's how I would do it from a philosophical level. I would say bounties are micro attaching to a macro. They're not attached to a macro. The only macro they're attached to is your freaking XP and your level on the artifact in the season pass. And again, I just don't think that that's good enough. They could be attached to something far more meaningful. I think a rank on an NPC with seasonal perks, seasonal rewards. I think that's the way to go personally. I think the the obelisk setup is a perfect system for NPCs and NPC rank. Behemoth. Changing core game code is not easy, and I think it's a good approach by Bungie to address changes and enhancements for the future faster. I think we get cool things in Beyond Light, and after that, what do you think? You're touching on something that we touched on a little bit earlier, that it does feel like they don't want to turn too many knobs. They want the focus to be on Stasis, Europa, and the new stuff. And these quality of life changes and knob turns could come later in year four because if what Astacross said is indeed true and they did have to rebuild the game, we are reinstalling the game, mind you, then maybe they didn't want to disrupt that by turning too many knobs and being like, whoop, 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 whoop. Oh my gosh, the game's in a shambles. So they're making more minor adjustments and then maybe as year four plays out, they they do bigger adjustments. Um, I think that's kind of the going theme and prediction right now. Archon Forge. What about adding rotated guaranteed guns to weekly bounties similar to Trials Weeklies? This is a great idea. This is a, this is a, the, 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 my, the, the little solutions that people put as ideas. Um, I don't like getting you know, too deep down into uh, you know, micro solutions, but this is actually one that kind of makes sense. You know, two weekly guaranteed drops from you know, Zavala and Shax and the Drifter would be good. Now you see, this is where you're touching on, now you're pressing in on reinvigorating core activities. Um, you know, if they're, if they're going to reinvigorate strikes, this would be a way to do it because you would say every week, I know I can grab a weekly and get two guaranteed drops from strikes, but then strikes need their own loot pool. You can't have these loot pools homogenized. If I can get the same guns in strikes as I can in Crucible, that doesn't reinvigorate the playlist. They all are. If all if everything is equal, you're basically just going to go path of least resistance and slam out the weeklies wherever it's fastest. Like there needs to be if and and I said this in the leveling video, motivating me to go play the other content with leveling isn't as effective as loot would be. 
you put a dope gun in Gambit, you put a dope gun in Crucible, and I can only get it in that playlist, well then, I mean, what do you think I'm going to do? I went into Crucible for a dadgum shader this season. I wanted Carmenica, I played Crucible to get Carmenica. You put dope weapons in the content, people will play the content. Leveling is such a weak motivator. It also has a short shelf life for the more dedicated players, because eventually they hit level cap and they don't care. They don't care. Like, two or three weeks in, when I'm not raid prep racing, I don't give a rip about Gambit and Crucible. Why would I? put a dope gun in there might change my mind i didn't like reckoning but i don't know spare rations you know became a coveted item you know the doomsday uh grenade launcher i was in there for a while i got sick of it because the drop rate was abysmal shane infinity with a five dollar tip says how do you feel about rng yes we want loot to drop from strike bosses and activities but i feel rng is needed to an extent curated gnawing for example well the random rolls on the gun you have to understand the mathematical probability of getting the roll that you want is already pretty tough given the the number of perk combinations on a gun okay so that's that's point number one point number two is if i'm grinding strikes and getting a chance at the gun to drop it, it doesn't necessarily need to be guaranteed every time so you, you have now you have two layers of RNG. The gun may or may not drop. When it does drop, it may or may not be the roll that I want. You could add maybe one more layer of RNG. If the drop rate's pretty generous, you could say when this thing drops from this boss, it's either a pulse or an auto rifle. And you really want the auto rifle. So now you have three layers of RNG. First layer, it may not even drop. Second layer, when it does drop. It may not be the right gun. It may be the other gun. Third layer of RNG, when it does drop, it may not even be the right roll. After that, it gets absurd. Skeleton keys was too much. I may or may not even get the skeleton key was the first layer of RNG. I may or may not even get the dadgum skeleton key. Then when I go and run it, I may or may not even get the item. And then after I get it, it may not even be the right roll. Actually, I just described a similar system. A 50-50 shot at the item. Now, I was talking about a more generous drop rate, so I'm removing the skeleton keys from the equation. I'm just going in the activity and I either get the gun or, or, or I get the other one, and it's a generous drop rate. So I am removing the skeleton key from it because you had to get those first. So, and that's why I didn't like the the Archon's Forge and the, and the Court of Orcs and the sacrifices and stuff. If you don't have the sacrifices, you can't do it. Um, Shane, thanks for doing a brand new membership and clicking the join button. That is new member number nine today. Almost double digits on the new members. If you just click subscribe, that is free, but the join button has the paid option. So I, all I ever ask people to do is click subscribe and click the like button. I don't do uploads here anymore. So when you subscribe, I will not overwhelm your sub feed. It's a Monday through Friday live stream. Um, so to, to me already, if, if at the back end of this, there's always the RNG of the roll on the gun, I think that is such a safety net to not worry about people are going to get what they want too fast. Like that's There are people that think that. They're like, well, they're going to get what they want too fast. Dude. The, the, the RNG on a god roll, come on. That is such a safety net. The odds of somebody getting, they're going to shoot the moon and get the god roll first time. It's so freaking low. There are so many roll chances. You put one or two layers in front of that, and it could be way, way too much. Or again, it just doesn't matter. It's like, if, it, if, if, if you have two layers of RNG, I either get the gun or I don't. And when I do get it, it's either a god roll or it's a good roll or a bad roll, right? That, those two layers of RNG, that's it. That's all you need. You don't need any. You don't need. You don't need any other layers of RNG. That's that's already plenty to keep a hardcore player pretty committed. You go beyond that, and then you end up with what happened with to me: four hundred and fifty strikes, fifty-three skeleton keys, and a partridge in a pear tree. Like four hundred and fifty strikes, fifty-three skeleton keys to finally get an imago loop. I wasn't even looking for a god roll. I just wanted one with explosive rounds, and that's how long it took me to get one perk that's all i wanted was explosive rounds what about weighted perk chances i mean it depends on where you're going you know garden of salvation lowered the perks per slot which increases the likelihood of you getting the roll that you want because they're lowering the number of roll combinations you know what i mean you did 450 strikes 
Yeah, it took me. We did the math. It took me about an average. It took me about an average of 450 strikes to get the 53 skeleton keys, because I was getting a key like every every so many strikes. It, you didn't get a key every time you ran a strike. So, Gary, should Bungie get rid of Bright Dust and just have Silver as a currency available through bounties or season pass? This would simplify the store and get players accustomed to using and possibly buying Silver. No, I think it's cleaner having them separate. It's clean. It, it's cleaner having them separate because anytime something emerges where people can like grind like crazy with a ghost and get like extra Bright Dust, they'd always have to be on the watch for that, and then you got to babysit it. Anytime, anytime you you combine these types of currencies, it can be problematic. Um, so the fact that you can earn bright dust from repeatables and weeklies, if you were to turn that into an actual, like the, uh, you know, the silver items, it just, I think right now the Eververse is one of the cleanest, most generous micro stores you could look for in a game. You're going to, you go and try and find games with micro stores that treat the player as well as Bungie treats us. You're going to have an actual, you're going to have a hard time. Most micro stores are not this generous and not set up this well, this player friendly. The last Kokui. Should Bungie change daily and weekly bounties to generic bounty goals and then make the extra bounties more specific goals instead of the current way? Again, this is really, really specific and I don't like to get into the specifics because again, that's it's, it's easier to hover at 30,000 feet um, and, and make it a little bit, uh, you know, bigger picture. As far as like daily and weekly being generic, I think in general bounties should be more generic. Like I said, instead of telling me to get kills with a, with a certain type of primary, flip it. Tell me to get a certain type of kills with my primary. I can use my favorite primary and I have to get those types of kills. Crit kills, kills without reloading, rapid kills, up close and personal kills, long range kills. Like, obviously that's going to trend towards certain weapon types, but you're not forcing me to use that weapon type. I would make them more generic. Uh, and then having more specific ones. If you're going to ask me to do something very specific, if it feels like literally a miniature quest, then the reward needs to be worth it is what I would say. Ashen, any idea how bad nerfing bounty XP payout is going to affect leveling up the pass, especially for the super casual? This is, I mean, I think you probably know. I don't have a way of answering this. That the language they used is so generic. They're reducing the importance of earning seasonal currency and seasonal progress. Like, they're reducing their importance. That I mean, that is hyper, hyper vague and generic. We don't know if they're going to be increasing XP anywhere else to promote people being in activities. You know, they've not said anything. We might get that this week in patch notes. I don't know. Um, but there there really isn't a way for me to make any kind of a prediction here. I don't think it's going over very well because this is what you're saying is what it sounds like they're saying. That leveling up the pass will slow down for people. And bounties were really easy for casuals to do. However, consider, I actually don't think casuals do a hard core rigid bounty grind i think most of them just like running public events and and strikes and um i actually don't think bounties are all that casual friendly uh because of the way that they're set up so ztg baddie what bounties are we going to be able to roll over into beyond light with no penalty like the previous season cap well they they've, they've outlined this in a previous twab if the bounty is attached to an activity or an area that is going away it will go away so if it's tied to an event or if it's tied to a planet or an activity that's going away, the bounty will go away. Everything else is staying. So if it's attached to the moon or Zavala, you know, if it's attached to something sticking around, then you're fine. I, you got to remember, you're going to get less bright dust from the weeklies and the repeatables that you're saving up. I'm sorry, not from the repeatables, just from the weeklies. So your weeklies, saving them is going to give you less bright dust by saving them. And, you know, the XP for your artifact and season pass, you know, um, it, it is, it is going to be lower. So you've you got to consider that. It might not be this insane, you know, boost for the season pass and the artifact that maybe people are expecting. So... That's good. Right around an hour, close to 20 questions is where we've been kind of landing lately. If you're listening to this live and you're like, man, I'd love to submit a question, you just have to be a paying member and you can use the command in chat or the Discord. Also, if you're a member who has chosen to opt for the VIP tier, we are about to go into VIP call-ins. 
If you're listening to this in another location as a recorded podcast or a video, thank you so much for the support. You can always catch me live at sntrlive.com or be sure to bookmark sntrnetwork.com. All my shows are there, the Rageous Roundtable, Repeat Theater, and this show on the sntrnetwork.com website, sntrnetwork.com. So if you're in the live audience, don't go anywhere. Around this time when we end Q&A, people do kind of end their time with me for the day. So if you are on your way out, press subscribe and like on the way out. If you're going to stick around, the VIP call-ins have been really good lately. So if you're listening elsewhere, as always, please like, share, and subscribe.